Hello, I'm Jill Wigmore Welsh. I'm a Health and Care Professions Council registered and regulated professional and a Fellow of the Royal Society for Public Health. I'm also a physiotherapist, a psychotherapist, a hypnotherapist, a coach, a trainer in neurolinguistics, and a certified practitioner and teacher of the Feldenkrais Method. And I work with people who are super qualified professional women who experience emotional abuse, who are wanting to move to a path of loving life and prosperity through learning mindset and movement change processes that assist them to change their habits permanently. So I own uh, the Women's Wellness and Wealth Academy and I regularly train healthcare professionals in processes um, to make changes with their system and to assist healthcare professionals in their continued professional development and personal growth. So when I first qualified as a physiotherapist, I traveled the world with two different disciplines of Team GB. And during that time, I was introduced to the powerful impact of the law of vibration and psychology and I progressed on to study Buddhism and meditation techniques that can be used to assist people to change their perception of the world. I'm a super qualified person and I love my work and I love working with people to assist them to change and if you want to know more about my work then you can connect with me through LinkedIn I hope that you enjoy these processes and that you have a very happy birthday. A little about self-love. So you were born naturally brilliant and arrived in your body at your birth as the most beautiful, imperfectly perfect being. You were delivered straight into a world largely intent on dimming your shine. You probably got criticised through your life. Somebody probably told you you needed to conform and you probably learned to fear your own voice. And you and your teachers would have taught you that others knew better than you did. And what was right for you? Well, you learned there was a hierarchy of knowledge and that your teachers and elders knew more than you and that appointed professionals and officials were in a position of power. You learned that love was something to be earned through correct behaviour, and you learned to fear others. And you probably became scared to express yourself lest you rouse the anger and criticism and abuse in other people. You probably felt that your voice was somehow less important than others, and that you should listen and be told what to do. And that somehow, somewhere along the way, you learned that you had to serve others in a correct way, to be repaid for your worthiness, and that then life would work out better for the future. You learned you had to earn attention by being more special and skilled than others, and that you knew this by judging yourself against others, and that they judged themselves against you, often based on academic achievement or 
capability in a testing environment. You most likely learned that some of your traits were considered to be negative in the eyes of others. Maybe your physical size, your shape, your ability to spell or remember things or manage anxiety and stress and string together highfalutin sentences and phrases. Perhaps you pretended that this was of no importance to you, all the while feeling smaller and smaller and more and more insignificant. You likely learned that you had to earn to survive, to earn money through serving, sometimes by doing awful soul-crushing work, and that your value was repaid on a pay-by-hour basis. With your capacity to earn, not related to the value of the role and the serving that you provided and the problems that you solved. You learned you had to earn love, affection, intimacy, and maybe even sex, and that you were in competition with others, and that there was always a scarcity, and that you heard words that cost you to feel worthless and undervalued. So maybe some time ago you started to fit in with someone else's ideas of what they wanted and you changed to fit with somebody else's ideals of who you should be, what you should say, how you should behave, dress, speak, spend your free time. You learn to be afraid of your own mind, of your own strong thoughts and persona and to put your dreams and fantasies to one side and to believe that your birthright was to be always poor and undervalued and struggling, and not that your mind is sovereign, key to truly limitless creation. You've almost certainly learned to be afraid of your own body and to worry about your own ability to mend and heal, and you forgot that your body is a self-healing miracle and that too often we have mismatch between the knowledge that we have and the reality and the mystery of who and how are impacted by disease and who improves and who recovers and who doesn't. You recently learned to be afraid of hugs, touch, sunshine and the rain. And maybe you do your job out of duty, but deep inside, deep down inside, you hold a deep feeling of fear. So are you waiting for permission from some unknown and unqualified expert to grant you the right to live that you should never have given away? Do you tremble inside your home with your whole life in complete change and with every pattern and sequencing of what you do brought to a place of change? Do you wonder at the warnings from those that you've put trust in without thorough and critical question and lack of protection? Do you crave to breathe fresh air and feel the sun on your face and live according to your own values and trusting your ability to think for yourself? Well, whatever you believe, it's your right to act upon. You are a powerful being. And despite the restrictions, you still have desires for yourself and you're allowed to have those desires. And you can give yourself permission to choose to live towards those desires. 
When you're living your life from a place of fear and anxiety, it's difficult to imagine what life would be like in a few months as a result of manifesting huge changes and having magic wishes of what would be different if you believed that you could create what you want in the future and how your thoughts and behaviours would be different. If you want to, you can journal and write those thoughts down while staying true to yourself, staying at what we call a high vibrational energy, which means that you align with your values and that helps you to stay in a wonderful state of mind, saying yes to those things that make your heart sing. However, the word no can be a very powerful word for you to use when an idea, opportunity or request comes your way and your inner guidance isn't clearly nudging you in the direction of a yes. So enjoy this meditation process that I have designed specifically for you. Enjoy your birthday and I wish you great love. I send you great love and I trust you stay well and look after yourself into the future.